This show was made at Access Radio Taranaki in New Plymouth, thanks to New Zealand On Air. For more local content, search for accessradiotaranaki.com. You're listening to the Sugarloafing Arts Cast on Access Radio Taranaki 104.4 FM. Komikaela Naimen Toko Ingoa. My name is Michaela Naiman and I'm your host. Welcome! This show focuses on the arts and creativity in Taranaki and beyond. We aim to cover the diversity of arts from painting, literature, songwriting, theatre, pottery, poetry, sculpture and how the creative arts contribute to our community, as well as our own sense of purpose and well-being. The Sugarloafing Artscast is generously supported by the Govet Brewster Art Gallery and Len Lai Centre. Stay tuned to find out more. Welcome to the Sugarloafing Artscast on Access Radio Taranaki 104.4 FM. And I'm delighted to have a whole team in the studio today uh, from the New Zealand Association of Miniature Enthusiasts, the Taranaki chapter. Welcome Maureen Holmes-Woods, Joe Cross, Shelley Young and Mary McCaffrey. Lovely to have you here. Thank you for having us. (laughs) They look really expectant here in the studio, but... I actually really want to find out more about this. So I happened to see a short snippet on TV. Actually, it was on the news about a national convention for New Zealand miniature enthusiasts held in Christchurch a couple of months ago. And I got curious and wondered whether we have a Taranaki chapter. And lo and behold, we actually do. And aren't they just pretty amazing, I have to say. So Maureen, you are, are you the chairperson or convener of the Taranaki chapter for New Zealand Miniatures Enthusiasts. That's the one. And how long have you been that? We have been going about 10 years. Oh. We meet the second Sunday of every month. Yep. In the bus shed. Which is Maureen's amazing bus shed. (laughs) (laughs) And um, what do you do? Do you have um, boring meetings or do you actually craft? We do not have boring meetings. <laughs> we <laughs> craft, we talk, we laugh, we joke, we be silly. What else? Oh, we cry. <laughs> oh, oh. You name it, we do it. Oh, this sounds just wonderful. So uh, if anyone out there then um, is interested in coming and uh, checking out what you do, um, how do you go about it? Can you get in touch with... Uh, Anyone of you? They, yeah, they can contact any of us or they can ring me up and come round any time if they want to have a look, mm. as long as I'm there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And go from there. Wow. We'll uh, get your contact details at the end of the show. So uh, I'm wondering, how do you, how did you get into making miniatures, um, all of you? What, what, was, what <coughs> was it that got you into it? Well, I don't know. I've... As far as I can remember, um, I've been interested. Um, I tried years and years ago with a doll's house, and um, yes, and then it sort of, you know, got put aside. And then I saw it advertised that Maureen was going to have an open display. Oh. I went along there. I my I was just it was mind-boggling. And I had to join a group, 
and it's been going on ever since then. So if it's 10 years, it's 10 years since I've been doing them. Oh, fantastic. And uh, what about you, Joe? How did you get into it? I got dragged along. Oh! (laughs) (laughs) I I was a farmer's wife, and I'd just come into town, and my girlfriend thought I needed something a little more constructive to do other than reading books. So I went to the first one, and unfortunately I've been hooked ever since. So, yeah, (laughs) like Shelley, I thoroughly enjoy it, and it's... Um, I love the people who go, and we have a lot of fun. Mm. And what about you, Mary? Um, well, like Shelley, I went to the first um, when, they, when they had a show off of it. I've always been interested in miniatures. I've, I've always wondered if it's because I'm a big person. I've always liked little tiny replicas of real things, <laughs> and um, though I've never actually done anything, um, so I went along and joined, came been along since the first time. I've had, apart from knitting, I have no craft skills whatsoever, so it's been a big learning curve for me, and um, I'm starting to feel, well, recently I actually did something off my own bat without anybody <laughs> telling me, and it, okay, it wasn't great, but I was happy that I've actually felt confident enough to do that. Yeah. No, it's taken me 10 years, but I'm getting there. <laughs> I, I find it very hard to believe that you wouldn't have any skills because um, I so agree with you, Shelley. I was invited to Maureen's bus shed and uh, I was totally blown away. But it's also this feeling of being a kid in a, you know, overwhelming Christmas store or <laughs> you just stand there in awe. So you guys really hide your own skills and craft, I feel, because um, there's so much skill involved in this and these projects are ambitious as well so you just uh, brought uh, Shelley you brought a gorgeous um, wedding we call it a diorama a diorama yes but it's like a room with a wedding dress and with all kinds of tiny tiny paraphernalia that belongs to that absolutely gorgeous Um, so what kind of skills do you need to be a really good you know, miniature maker, crafter. Patience. Patience. <laughs> <Definitely> patience. <laughs> um, you spend half your life waiting for glue to dry, waiting for paint to dry. Mm, mm, mm. But, uh, you know, anybody could have a go. Yeah. They'd, they'd surprise themselves. Yeah. Mm. And so do you watch uh, these shows uh, on TV that have been quite popular, the uh, making of miniature design homes and building miniatures? And Certainly do. Yes, oh. <laughs> yes, yes. we watch YouTube, you know, any th- read books, anywhere we can get inspiration. It doesn't have to be miniature. You just get inspiration from yeah. scenes and think, well, you know, we could do that. Yeah. Mm. There's a group I've just belonged to just recently on Facebook called Making Miniatures from Everyday Things. Mm. And I get a lot of inspiration from that. And because of that, I actually went and bought myself some icebox sticks because they, <laughs> <laughs> they do so many fantastic things for those. And, mm. and like what? Well, I mean, just flooring yes. and all buildings, all sorts of things they do with them. And... Um, Jenga blocks, a number of people have gone to a $2 shop and bought Jenga blocks and used that to make, you know, brickwork or that sort of thing. It's just 
what you can do with stuff you happen to might have around the house. Mm. Mm. Make furniture with them too. Mm. Yeah. 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 So Jenga blocks, guys, don't don't take them to the hospice quite yet <laughs> if you're into this. <laughs> okay, we will take a short break and listen to Taranaki singer-songwriter Juliet MacLean. Here is when she was live at the fourth wall a few years ago and it is called Rain.
back to Access Radio Taranaki 104.4 FM. You're listening to the Sugarloafing Arts Cast and I'm your host, Michaela Nyman. We are grateful for the generous sponsorship of Govet Brewster Art Gallery and Len Lai Center for this show. And today I, I'm having a group of um, uh, New Zealand Association of Miniature Enthusiasts, the Taranaki chapter in the studio. Uh, four very skilled and crafty women, Maureen Holmes, Woods, Joe Cross, Shelley Young and Mary McCaffrey. And we are talking about how you find inspiration in real life and use all kinds of yeah, real stuff to make things such as Jenga, to make uh, uh, floors and furniture and uh, housing, apparently. So here's to trying. So. What's your advice to someone who is starting out afresh? I mean, looking at your ambitious projects, and they are ambitious, they are small replicas of Victorian-era houses and things like that, but if you're realistic then <laughs> and haven't done much before other than maybe having a doll's house, what do you? where do you start? We started with our first meeting we had. We started making bread in a little basket, didn't we? Yeah. Oh, uh-huh. the bread's made out of Fimo. And the basket was made with wood, and the girls put them all together, and yeah, that was our first project. Mm. Probably forgotten, but it was. What else? We're decorating the Christmas tree was in, we did oh, the Christmas yeah. that year. Yeah, Christmas yeah. tree. Starting off small. Literally, I mean, mm. it started small anyway, but you know, <laughs> starting off with comparatively easy to, to mm. get you into mm. doing things. Yeah. yeah. So if somebody wanted to come, we'd they'd probably just come along and have a look the first time. Or bring something if they want to, and work slowly. We can te- we teach them as we go. Do you all work on um, your own projects, or do you have like prompts or or um, tasks, or let's do this? How does it work? We have both. Mm. Um, we do have um, projects that we all get in together and do, and we also have things that we do sit at home and we bring along to club if we're wanting to continue on. Um, doing them there was no fixed rules anymore. Mm. We used to always do the same things, but now um, progressed. we've just we've progressed, progressed and do what we want to do. Mm. And I think anybody new coming in would have a look around and they'd just be encouraged by and say, Oh, I'd love to do one of those. And we'd be able to help them and let them do it. Yeah, that's fantastic. Um, and it's better that you do start, I believe, with something that you really want to do instead of starting like, I don't know, something little and fiddly and you could do it in five minutes perhaps. If you have something in your head that you've come and you thought you'd like to try, you're better off to start with that mm. and take a long time than to start with something you're not terribly interested in. Mm. Yeah, that sounds like a fantastic idea. Mm-hmm. And, and also, I can just imagine that there's a lot of problem solving going on mm-hmm. oh, yes. and that you help each other with that. So I've just had that this week. I've been making a little Christmas present for my daughter and it's um, a ca- horse and carriage in the, 
it's in 148th, which is 148th of a real size of something. Oh. And it's very, very tiny. And I broke the lights when I put them in. So I was really <laughs> miffed and very annoyed. But because we've learnt so much with Maureen, um, I learnt that I could put the lights somewhere else and do something else. And yeah, you just problem solve and each body, everybody comes along and has an opinion and you do the opinion that you think mm. you can manage. Mm. <laughs> yeah. So 148th, you are into engineering clearly. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, I usually do it in 112th, oh. which is um, one inch to the foot. Um, so it is a good size. And then the next size down is... Half inch. Half inch. Which is half a foot. Mm. Half an inch. One foot. So a one forty-eight you can hold in your hand. A quarter of an inch to a foot. One forty-eight. The majority of I, I did it with um, two sets of tweezers, oh. and because I'm not coordinated, <laughs> it was quite a challenge. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So if you don't want to work with tweezers, you go up a bit and yes, yes, yeah. yes. And tweezers are your best friend, though. Oh, yes, they are. Yes, yes. And a scalpel. Yes. Oh, <laughs> tweezer and a scalpel. <laughs> yeah. What what other tools do you usually use? Need a good ruler. Good yeah, ruler. ruler yes. What else do we Set use? Set of pliers, oh. some scissors. Yeah. Glue. Glue. Definitely. Oh. Pots of glue we use. Yeah. <laughs> glue guns? No. 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 It's too makes it too bulky. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Mm. I use other glue. Mm. Usually when we're gluing something, we leave along the line that we might want to join it with something else. We put pinpricks dots of glue along what we're gluing and then put it together that way. We oh. don't pour glue out on stuff. Mm. And then you need to hold it uh, or clamp it in some way mm. for a while. That's right. And that's what Mary was saying before. We do spend a lot of time holding stuff and oh. waiting for glue <laughs> to dry. Masking tape's good. Yes, it is. And the little, yeah. little cl um, clamps you can buy mm. are good. Mm. So how do you um, prevent the masking tape from, uh, you know, sticking to... You don't stick it to wallpaper, but it sticks to wallpaper. Oh, uh, yes. No, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's great. It just peels off. Mm. Yep. Mm. Well... I think it sounds uh, just uh, fabulous, and I, I am actually a bit worried that if I would pop along, I Come. would never get out of there. You're <laughs> <laughs> very welcome. So, can you tell me some of your favourite projects? What, what uh, is really satisfactory with what you're doing? Have you had a project recently that you just, you know, really felt good about? <laughs> Yeah, I, I really, I really enjoyed doing the we just uh, for our Christmas we used to do some Christmas theme one, and it was just doing rolls of Christmas wrapping paper and, and, a, and a you know display of that sort of thing. Display wallpaper. And I enjoyed doing that. <laughs> it's good. It was good. It was, it was a, um, my favourite would have been not um, well it wasn't recently but some time ago we we did a shop and it took me over a year just working on it, bits and pieces, and not every time. And I finally got it finished, and I was really, really pleased with that. Have you bought it in China's? <laughs> you saw it. You, you saw it. I came and picked up your Yeah, yeah so it's the satisfaction of, of finishing yeah. something to how you like yes. it. We've all got different styles. Oh. Um, Shelley's I'm, pretty. I'm usually the pretty, pretty things. but And so, therefore, if we're doing a project where we've got to have it looking 
trashy. Trashy. I find it very hard, but you work on it. And, you know, I've done a few trashy ones, so... (laughs) Oh, that's so funny. What a challenge. (laughs) What about you, Mary? Or Joe? Oh, um, my favourite one, funnily enough, would be the one that I probably did nine years ago. It was a Christmas shop. Oh, a Christmas one too? Yes, we were all making shops of some sort. Mm -hmm. And I chose to make a Christmas shop. There were salaries and there was... Everything. Everything. Mm-hmm. What I, else did you I have? did a clothes hat shop. That's right, yes. Oh, nice bits and pieces. It was like a, you know, just a anything shop. Uh, yeah. Hmm. So Maureen's was a funeral parlour. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Yes. Yes. And it was really fun. And I just bring mine out once a year at Christmas. Oh. And I still love it and mm. still people comment on it. And, oh. yeah, I think... I put my heart and soul into that, and I think, oh. yeah, it's oh, still lovely. my favourite. Although I've gone down to doing a lot smaller, that was one twelve, I think. So it was a yes. what a shoebox size? <sighs> Probably a boot mm. box. A boot, boot box. Yeah. yeah. Item, yes. Mm. Yes. And what yeah. about you, Maureen? What's your favourite one? Oh goodness, where do I start? <laughs> Possibly, I love everything that Jewel Lewis makes from Nelson. No, at Christchurch, I love her things. So I buy all them. Um, probably my suitcases from America that you open this this twelve mm. one a month I get, and oh. you open them up and there's a different scene in each suitcase. Yeah, I love those. I yeah. saw them. They were tiny enough mm. to be held in your hand. Mm-hmm. Matchbox I, I size. Like those. I love like my um, half scale gypsy wagon. Mm-hmm. I love that. Explain half scale to the listeners. It's half scale. That's between one twelfth and quarter. So it's <laughs> half an inch to every foot. So it's fairly big. Oh, it's bigger than quarter, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's smaller well, than one twelfth. <laughs> <laughs> bigger than a shoebox or smaller? Ah, oh, it's probably actually a shoebox size. Oh, More a shoebox, actually, mm. isn't it? Mm. Mm. So I love that. And can you open up the gypsy caravan? Yep, the roof comes off. Oh. You get it as a flat pack. A lot of the things we do come as a flat pack mm. and you have to dry fit them and you have to work out what you're going to put in it. Colours, everything. It's just like decorating a house, really. Mm. Oh, so you get the caravan like a kit set. Mm. Comes as a flat pack, we call it. Mm. Laser cut. Laser cutting's the big thing now. Oh. Which makes it all precise, which is good. Like the planes and stuff that um, yeah. used to. Yeah. 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 Mm. So are they made out of um, cardboard or balsamic no, wood? or? Oh, each different person uses a different wood. Depends ah. where you buy it from. Yeah, beauty. Three, we go in um, millimetres, you get one ply, one and a half, two, three, four, mm. and five ply wood. Mm. Well, no, that's centimetres, mm. not ply, centimetres. Mm. 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 But on saying that, you know, you're saying you buy the flat packs. Not all, not all our no. is done like that. No, you we can make your own. make your own, and Maureen is very good at, at cutting things out and mm. as a kit for us to, as a project. Yeah. Wow. Well, yeah, with wood. We've yeah. just finished a project with wood, which was uh, a bedroom scene, wasn't it? A wardrobe and bed oh, and yeah. all that. And we cut that out right from raw mm. to make. So mm. there was no... Um, no kits. No kits. Mm. Just our kits. <laughs> and having seen some of these room, uh, rooms, I will put some photos on our Sugarloafing Artscast Facebook, but they are absolutely magnificent. You'd think you've stepped into a real house when you look at it and then you realise this is a miniature doll's house. 
Well, on that note, we'll take another break. And um, here is Tammy Nielsen. Uh, you were mine. Take my heart. It used to be so supple and sweet. And now it's withered on the vine. There's before. And then there's after you were mine. Take my faith, so strong and full of fire. Now it's bruised, broken down, and blind. There's before. back to Access Radio Taranaki 104.4 FM. You're listening to the Sugarloafing Arts Cast and I'm your host Michaela Nyman. We are grateful to our generous sponsors Govet Brewster Art Gallery and Lenlai Center for sponsoring this show. 
And I'm in the studio today with some miniature enthusiasts uh, who meet every second Sunday of the month. Mm-hmm. And uh, Maureen Holmes-Woods, Joe Cross, Shelley Young and Mary McCaffrey have been doing this for a few years by now. And the skills they have are quite amazing. Here we have engineers and woodworkers and uh, seamstresses and knitters and, you know, you really seem to know everything in and out. How do you go about um, when you don't know how to, you know, make it the way you want it to be? Where do you seek advice? Maureen, they all point (laughs) at Maureen. (laughs) But everybody, you know, everybody's got different skills, so we all help out. Can you, you know, Google's all... very good, or mm. what is it, YouTube? Mm. Mm. Google's. When I got my first house, I had no idea what I was doing, so I, Mr. Google was very helpful. Mm. And I love that. The first house wasn't a, a real sized one, but. It was a rather smaller, but still impeccable. And so, um, yeah, what uh, you have told us about some of the projects um, you enjoyed, but. Um, is there something that really you know that uh, is a part of the making that you're not so keen on? How do you go uh, get around that? Do you exchange something with each other sometimes if you really feel you can't do it yourself? Or do you always go ahead and just try? You just try. And just try. just try. You have to try. And if you get stuck, you ask. Yeah. It's sort of in our blood. It's, it's part of what we've developed amongst ourselves oh. we don't want anybody to finish our project no. we'll, we'll <laughs> happily take advice um, and goodness me I certainly need a lot of advice and oh. it's really very helpful mm. yeah and I couldn't be couldn't do it without everybody that was there mm-hmm. we all have little mm. ideas and things mm. and mm. and that feeling of accomplishment when you have actually managed to do it then at the end and you know well, it's the odd one that goes in the back of the cupboard <laughs> oh, well, I know about those too <laughs> or coming home with a very um, conceptual art piece that I thought was uh, quite lovely and, and uh, my partner asked if I had been to do something at the kindy that day <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah that's why you have a garage or a studio and hide away mm-hmm. um, so um, do you ever open up your studio then for public viewing? You said that that's how you found Maureen at the beginning. But yeah. I really wonder, Maureen, do you ever open up to the public? I am open to the public if they wish to ring me. And I opened up. I have busloads and things come through. Oh. Mm. Delroy's brings their trips once, twice a year. But you're not part of like the Taranaki Arts Trail or anything like no, that? No, I've never really... I don't know much about it, really. Mm, oh, I think there would be so many people who would love to mm. see what you have. So can you give us um, the contact details, how listeners can get in touch with you if they are interested? How can they find you then? They can ring me on 021-120-2328 or email me on mamahomesy, M-A-M-A-H-O-L-M-Z-Y at gmail.com. Mm. Well... I would if I'm really home, I'll show them through. Oh. Then I take them into my workshop too and show them all that and my 3D printer and stuff. Yes, oh, there were mm. so many tools. This is like two giant rooms full of, um, no, full of work. <laughs> she was trying to say junk, but it's <laughs> finished and unfinished work. Or UFOs, as my mother-in-law calls them, yes. unfinished objects. You always have to have several going at once, because while you're waiting for the glue to dry on one, you do the other one. 
wise, wise. Mm-hmm. So, um, um, yeah, I'm wondering, uh, any of you uh, others, do you open up your... Do you show your work mm-hmm. Well, so friends. Um, but no, I haven't really got enough to open to the public. Like Maureen has. I have no space for the public. <laughs> <laughs> we really need to have another open weekend sort of thing, but I'm not sure how to go about it. Yeah. Well, we would be very happy to host you here in our art space for an exhibition next year, if you are keen, to show people because you have so many absolutely gorgeous things. The biggest hassle we have is every time you shift something, something will break. Mm. That is the biggest hassle, the big ones especially. Yeah. Mm. I don't know, we'd have to work on that one. Yep, well, the invitation is there. Thank you. And uh, what about these conventions then? How do they work? Does it mean that uh, associations go and take part in, like the one in Christchurch, or is it a competition? What are they actually for? Um, I think they are to promote and um, as a friendship. It's also to get some members for clubs and things like that, to let people see what's happening. I've just been to the one in Christchurch. Um, They had lots and lots of people through. Yes. Um, Must have been well advertised. It was on the TV. Yeah, well, it was on the TV, yes, that helps. Um, They had displays. They had workshops for those that um, registered and also had um, sales tables. Oh. Yes. <laughs> Shelley went with money and came home with none. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Two suitcases. <laughs> yeah. um, yes, so um, I only called in. I didn't go to the convention, to the workshops this time, um, but it was great catching up with people. You know, you get to know people from all over New Zealand by um, going to these conventions, mm. and you... Yeah, you learn what their work is. Um, everybody's got a different style, and what they, if they do, it might be miniature knitting, um, might be miniature embroidery, um, oh, miniature pottery, <laughs> miniature glassware. You know, it's just it's the it's just mind-boggling what people do. Mm. Yeah, I can just imagine that you almost get a like a different kind of uh, keen observation skills for things that you can turn into something miniature. Oh, it's definitely. When you go right. shopping, it's always looking for something that you can make minis. Yes. 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 Even, minis. even things like someone gave me some pecan, that bag of pecan that's a few years ago, and I've kept all the shells, but I'm sure they'll be useful for something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, you collect, you collect stuff. It mightn't be for what you're doing. At that time, but in the future, you might use it. You know, yeah. we we collect things like you don't throw away an old pen. You keep all your pla- you know pens for the plastic. You, surprising what you can make out of a pen. Mm. Spring will make a, a spring. Yes, all the springs Spirit. out of them. All little miniature bottles. You know, one of the ladies made. Yeah. yeah, one of the ladies made a kettle out of an old Byron. Yeah, oh, can do all sorts of things. Out of an old Byron. Mm. Mm. The top using the bits. Mm. Yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. So, yes, so, you know, we're always looking. Garage sales, um, car boot sales, second-hand shops. <laughs> um, what else do we go to? $2 shops. <laughs> There's always something there that might make oh. into something. Mm-hmm. Oh, that sounds wonderful. Well, we are going to take a short break and listen to the Sami sisters. And this is Oh Boy. 
Welcome back to the Access Radio Taranaki 104.4 FM. You're listening to the Sugarloafing Artscast and I'm your host, Michaela Nyman. Thanks to our generous sponsors, Govet Brewster Art Gallery and Lenlai Center. And I am in a studio full of miniature enthusiasts today and we are talking about all the making that goes into uh, all the gorgeous things um, that end up in, in these um, gypsy wagons and uh, small suitcases and dolls' houses and whatnot. Uh, Maureen, Joe, Shelley and Mary are, uh, yeah, designers and crafters on a big scale here, even though it's miniature. So I'm just in awe of all you do. And I'm wondering, will we have a small convention or meeting here where, you know, have you ever thought of that? I have thought about it, but there's a lot of work to do it. Mm. And I don't know whether we've got enough members to actually pull it off. Mm. Thought about it very hard. Is it possible to join up with others? Possibly. Like I thought the, uh, there was the fiber ed with all the fiber crafters, um, which was held uh, a few months ago here. They probably don't know we exist. Mm. Oh. That's probably the thing. People don't know we exist. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And plus we're older, so it is harder. Well, the Christchurch ladies took four years to have this convention because of COVID. Mm. So they were worn mm. out. But at the end of the day, they get $1,000 from head office. Mm. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I think it was 15 years uh, since the fiber ed crafters mm. had had theirs in mm. New Plymouth. So, mm. but, it, but it would be a lovely opportunity for yeah, people to see what's going on and oh, make those yeah. connections. Mm. Wait, which is the closest uh, other association here? Do they have one in Hamilton's Wanganui? Hamilton's got one. Hamilton. Mm. Hamilton's got one, and Wanganui, I think, has got one in the book. I think they have, but otherwise it's Palmerston. No, not Minnie's is very, I don't know what you'd call it, in New Zealand. Well, at the moment, I think Minnie's <laughs> is hot. <laughs> <laughs> Looking at what's on TV and, and how many programs yeah, we have. But with that's it. not in Taranaki, is it? No, no. well, but you hey. To buy can... stuff in Taranaki is very, very hard. Mm. Our closest shop would be Joe Wells and Hamilton, probably. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So we really have to make stuff because mm. we can't. But it's nice to go overseas and you buy it large. Mm. Buy, but I have to say that's why your stuff looks so exquisite as well. So do you sell? Do you ever sell things? Are there people who ask for, you know, I can imagine someone who has a Victorian era doll's house who the furniture is broken and they would actually love to have some furniture. Would they, they be able to get it? Do you want me to be honest? Yeah. Most people go to AliExpress. Oh, so they buy something mm. rather than getting it. Then coming around, mm. yeah. And it's far too expensive what you can buy from Elliot's Press and what we would spend hours making. Yeah. There's no comparison. No, no. This is not advertising AliExpress either. No. No. But um, what are you going to do then with all your stuff? Like Maureen, you have a few things <laughs> <laughs> on your shelves. I get growled at because one day a whole bus shed my children don't want it, they say. So one day I'm going to bring a tip in and I'm just going to put it all in it. No, you're... Oh, shudder, shudder. Yeah, well, I Well, nobody really wants it. Unless I give it away, mm. of course. Mm. So, I don't know. My grandchildren will get a choice of what if they want one, but the parents don't want it in their house because mm. they're all minimalistic. They're I'm, probably listening to yeah. this. I don't have a lot because I have very little display space, but what I'm pleased about is my daughter in Tauranga has joined their miniature group. 
and she's she's been there for mm. a few years now because of leaving them to miniature groups here, which was really nice. So mm. I've got one child who might be moderately. <laughs> I'm I'm not worrying about it. No. <laughs> It'll be somebody else's problem. Yeah. <laughs> and I feel exactly the same. Yeah. yeah. I just feel like uh, there's just so much uh, love and time and effort that has gone into making your things that it would be lovely if it could be, you know. Um, sold for a reasonable price to someone who would appreciate actually having mm -hmm. quality stuff. The best mm -hmm. part of it is the making. What yeah, it's made. I can imagine. Yeah, yeah, oh, absolutely. Well, I still go and look at my shop and look in there. And yeah. It's good. Mm. So, yeah, I do like where I put the cats. <laughs> <laughs> and I love the fact, Joe, that you actually bring out your Christmas piece that yes. you loved. Yes, yes. 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 Yeah, I Get do too. I've, got a, I've got a few Christmas pieces that I've I bring out. I, um, the very first Christmas tree we made, which wasn't great, but but it was fine. Um, it's a good size. I have a big collection of Barbie dolls, and that's my Barbie's Christmas tree. Mary's a classic case of minis. When she first started, she was fingers and thumbs, weren't she? Yeah. And now she's jolly good. Mm. She's amazing. Yeah, she's doing We've seen good. the progress. Fantastic. So, what's next for you? Retirement homes, I guess. <laughs> no. And we won't be able to do it there because they don't give you enough no room. room. No. <laughs> buy two units. Yes, we will. Yes. yes, it's always handy to have an extra um, room in the house. <laughs> I keep toying with the idea of getting a tiny house, put it mm. in the back of our section, on in the back of our section, and have it so there's a spare bed there if we need you know people mm. to stay but most of it will be shelves with all my different yeah, things right. <laughs> that I collect and make, all make from miniatures mm. and things all displayed and room to actually work on my miniatures there it's but my aim one though sadly it's like all crafts though isn't it like I used to do macrame and I used to make miles and miles of cane furniture and boxes and things but they all come and go in fashion mm -hmm. and they're really not worth anything once you've finished making them it's the, the making of them that's the good part mm. Mm. so yeah it's never died though you take an american england it's still rife it's mm. amazing mm. Yes. yes and they've been doing it for hundreds of mm. years oh yeah some mm. of the beautiful old oh, um yeah. miniature Houses, mm. um, but they're really the museum pieces now. Mm. Well, they were made for kings and queens too. Mm. 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 I've seen right. that one. Yeah, and it's quite interesting because they made them in what their daily life was like. Mm. Their kitchens were like what they were. Yes. So therefore, we can look back and to see what their homes mm. would have been like. Mm. We tend to fantasise a little bit with what <laughs> we do, um, because to do something modern. To me, uh, you know, it doesn't interest me. But they are most probably the ones in time that will be the collector's items because oh. you're showing a little bit, you know, like if you've done one in the 70s and did 70s furniture and everything, it'll be collectible now. Mm. Mm. So, yeah. That is very true. But mm. then uh, you kind of are looking at it uh, as an art with a commercial kind of design perspective. Mm. Mm. Um, but you are doing it for your own joy That's and also right. satisfaction. Mm. Mm. But that doesn't make it uh, less of you know, an art and craft, no. what mm. you're doing. Mm. So do you allow your um, children's uh, or grandchildren to play with your... I do now. Oh, you do? They're oh, one six-year-old in Auckland. She's very delicate, so she's allowed in it. <gasps> mm. Oh, isn't she lucky. Mm. <laughs> Most kids have to their hands behind their back. Mm. Mm.
they've got no concept of how delicate everything mm. is. Mm. Yes. Like in my Christmas one I've just finished, oh. the books, uh, I would have six boxes to make up that fingernail. So mm. you make those little wee wee books. Oh, and she's showing and her little fingernail. <laughs> and, yeah, and it's just a huge challenge, and you don't want children touching those things because invariably they break, and they don't mean to. They're just excited and want to touch. Mm. And, yeah, and even, it just... Even adults, actually, you yeah, do that sort of thing. Yeah. Yes, yes. Yeah. That's why I think the ones that are all set up in glass domes are a yeah. good idea because you can look, but... The other thing that's a hassle actually is the dusting. Mm, yeah. They're great dust collectors. But mm. now and again you have to blow them out or fluff them out with a paintbrush. Mm. 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 Yeah, and it's not really easy to use the vacuum cleaner either. No, you can't. <laughs> it's all gone. No, <laughs> 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 oh. Well, I have really enjoyed talking to you. So we are going to listen to one uh, final song and. Um, yeah, this is Karen Fields, Trains and Whistles. Trains keep on rolling
Welcome back to Access Radio Taranaki 104.4 FM. You're listening to the Sugarloafing Artscast, and I'm your host, Michaela Nyman. We're grateful to our generous sponsors, Covet Brewster Art Gallery and Land Life Center, for sponsoring this show. And today I've been talking to Maureen Holmes Woods, Joe Cross, Shelley Young, and Mary McCaffrey about making miniatures because they are all part of the Taranaki chapter of New Zealand Association of Miniature Enthusiasts. And they have some wonderful things. It's really art and craft on a totally different scale. And um, some of these women work with uh, tweezers and scalpels and others seem to um, go for bigger tools. It all depends on the scale and the size. But I have to say, your work is absolutely stunning. So. Here's to hoping that more people can actually see what you do in the new year. And yeah, maybe more people come and join your group. Be great. Come mm. along. Mm. See what we do. Yeah. So how from uh, your membership is not just in New Plymouth, it's from all of Taranaki, right? Yeah. We've got a lady who comes up from Howard and got some from Tukarangi and Wow. All mm. around. And this is, um, but the meetings happen here in New Plymouth at your place. Oh, we just have a gathering. We don't call it a meeting. It's yeah. a gathering yeah. on the second Sunday. 
a gathering and making of all mm. this art and craft at the We're same talking, time. Like, yeah. talking. Mm. And what are you going to do over the summer? Are you going to take a break or is it a time for, um, you know, collecting more stuff? And <laughs> We always say we're going to take a break and then it gets to about the 1st <laughs> of um, January and we ring up Maureen and say, well, actually, we're over the break. What do you think? And sometimes there's only a few of us that get together in January, but it goes full blast from February. <laughs> do you do landscapes as well? Yes. Well, you do. It's fun. Landscapes and gardening. Mm. Mm. So, what uh, does that take? Different kind of skills. Well, they're all tied in together, really. Yeah. yeah, you just like you're doing a garden, I guess. But you buy when you're out and about and looking around, you find all the little flowers that you can find. Oh. Things like that. Otherwise, we do make them. Yeah, yeah. We make them mm. with paper, wire. Okay. And she does tell us you go and buy them when you're out. And then when we get there, she says, "Don't be so lazy. Make your own." <laughs> <laughs> No, they're not Ooh. quite the same as when we make them ourselves. My no. ones are lovely. Mm. They are beautiful. Plastic flowers don't look mm. very good. No. no, they don't look as good. good. And I've seen your beautiful uh, miniature glass house, uh, Maureen. How long did it take you to make oh, that? I can't put a time on what I make because I come and I go. You know. How do you come up with a design then for a thing like that? It's in the head. Or you talk YouTube, to the girls. Books. No, it's usually talking to somebody or something. You get an idea. Will you see something here? You do you do, do replicas of real places or real uh, houses, not gardens? Really. Uh, not really, yeah. because we, we, it depends. If you live in it, I want to do my grandmother's house. Oh. But I'm looking for an architect that can draw it up for me. I've got all the photos and the measurements, but I don't know how to go from there, you see. Mm. So that's where the problem is. So you want to have all the uh, measurements uh, I've correct, got all the, measurements the proportions? On, yeah, I want to put it down into one twelfth scale. Mm. I really want to do that. Because it was lovely. And there's uh, not just a um, simple software that shrinks things for you? <laughs> <laughs> That's in our head. <laughs> yes. Well, there most probably is, but for none of us are particularly computer. Um, we had one lady that was really computer savvy, but she's mm. just died through COVID sometime. Mm. She was really good with the computer. Mm. Mm. All right. Well, I wish you all the best, and uh, thank you so much for coming in and talking to me and uh, to... Yeah, to our listeners and telling us all about what it's like to be one of the miniature enthusiasts and your passion for miniatures and the making arts and craft and skill. Welcome. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of the Sugarloafing Arts Cast on 104.4 FM. My name is Michaela Naiman and you can contact me with feedback and ideas for shows at Access Radio Taranaki or email me on community at accessradiotaranaki.com. You can check out the artists, guests and their fabulous work on our Sugarloafing Facebook page and Instagram. To listen to previous episodes of the show, go to accessradiotaranaki.com and search us up under current shows. The Sugarloafing Artscast was made possible with the support of Govet Brewster Art Gallery and the Len Lai Centre. Until next week. This show was made at Access Radio Taranaki with help from New Zealand On Air. To find more local content, go to www.accessradiotaranaki.com.